you're back for another episode of Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends. I've got someone in my purple chair who's ready to chat with us about finances and real estate. So glad to have you as a part of our D3 community. Let's jump in. so, so glad you're back for episode seven of Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends, which is your weekly stop for all things real estate and finance for women. So who's in my purple chair today? Um, It actually is just me in my purple chair. So I'm solo today going to talk about um, coaching, which is something near and dear to my heart and uh, hopefully provide some good information to you about that. Wanted to start. So, you know, I usually do how do I know the the guest and that sort of a thing, but not going to do that today. I wanted to get into what is coaching. So that means different things for different people. And it depends on maybe your experiences, what you've done growing up, all of those kinds of things. But I did look up the actual definition of coaching. So came up with four of them, which I think all are appropriate to what we're going to talk about today. Coaching is to train or instruct like a team or a player. So you think back, maybe a sports coach that you've had, something like that. You give someone extra or private teaching. So maybe, you know, as a student, you needed some extra coaching in math. I think that's probably pretty close to tutoring as well. You teach a subject or a sport as a coach. So if you're a coach, you're going to teach someone how to do something, you know, social media coach. They're going to teach you how to do things on social media. You prompt or urge someone with instructions. So maybe you're just a one-time coach. You're coaching someone on the sideline of doing something or they come to you and you're going to, you know, prompt them to start a new endeavor, that kind of a thing. So talking all about coaching, I wanted to share a little bit of my coaching journey. And I have always found benefit in having a coach in different areas of of life. And I know that sometimes people laugh when you talk about having a life coach or you have a coach that teaches you organization or that sort of a thing. And I think for like me, for most, you know, I'm like most people, I should say, in that my first encounters with a coach was through being a child and being in sports and that sort of a thing. So I played, I played golf in high school. That's a great example. I had a golf coach who would help me, you know, my game. She was in charge of the team, all of those kinds of things. But then also with that golf, my dad would coach me. So my dad would also, you know, jump in with instructions and I won't go into that whole funny thing with him being, you know, kind of a, a stickler for certain things when it comes to golf. And so, you know, I think for most of us, that's when, you know, when that's our experience with coaching. So what did that look like for you? Was that, you know, a positive experience. We can have negative experiences, but it all kind of shapes what we have. And so for me, obviously having those coaches in high school, um, I think mentoring is also kind of coaching. And I've always had mentors throughout different things that I've done in my life. So when I was a college student, I had a professor that I was very close with and she would mentor me. She would coach me, you know, for setting up things, getting involved in things, 
getting experience doing various things. And so I think that's um, that was a really great way to do that. But I continued that on into my professional career. So as I, you know, met people, bosses can serve as coaches as well. And I think that's an important part of being being a boss, being a supervisor is that coaching and learning all about that. And then as I got into mortgage lending, um, I started actually going to, when I first started, I went to a coaching event, which I think is another thing. People think that coaching sometimes has to be this like grand, this grandiose thing. And this definitely was. And it really opened my eyes to A, that I could make a, a lot of money in the mortgage industry, but it really you know, the people that were coaching at that event made things so that, you know, it was doable. So if I were to tell you, hey, I want you to go out and make $20,000, you might laugh at me because you say, well, that's just impossible. But if I coached you, well, first you're going to sell a car that you have, and that's $5,000. And then you're going to raise a price on a good that you sell and that's going to be another 5000 So if I show you kind of those actionable steps to get to that coaching, I think that's, um, you know, that's kind of an important, important thing to have and to know and to have in your life. So when I first started in the mortgage industry and went to that conference, I learned market, a lot of marketing things that I picked up and maybe I didn't use it right then. Um, one of them was the moving truck. So if you know me, I have Millie the moving truck in my mortgage business and she is, um, you know, something that I learned through that coaching program and just kind of an idea. And someone taught me to think outside the box as far as marketing. And then I don't think he'll mind me talking about it, but a couple years into my mortgage lending, um, career, I connected with a coach and I have talked to him once a week for the last probably four or five years. And we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to lending. And sometimes it's everything under the sun when it comes to me personally. And so what, you know, what we have, have done with that, I have grown my business exponentially. And I think part of it, and I'll, I'll go into this a little bit more, you know, what a coach can do for you here in a few minutes, but having that accountability of knowing, Hey, every Wednesday morning, Mike is going to call me and he's probably going to ask me how it went with what we talked about last week. So just having that that partner, um, and it doesn't matter to him if I succeed or if I don't. Um, I'm his customer and obviously he wants to, you know, to help. And I think that's, you know, you have to find a coach that kind of works, works with you in that way. So talking about coaching, and like I said, I'm a huge proponent for coaching just because of the positive stuff that I've had um, come from coaching and the coaching activities that I've done over my lifetime. And actually right now also I have engaged with um, a general business coach and she's more focused on female entrepreneurs and all of that. And you pick up these nuggets every every time you en engage with people that way. And it really can help mold what you're doing in your business, what you're doing in your life and how you approach things and thinking about things differently and your mental health and all of that. Kind of like this podcast, I like it to be a meld of, yeah, we, we talk about finances and real estate, but you know what? It also melds into everything going on in your life because if you have a sick kid at home or you're stressed about how you're gonna make your mortgage payment this month, that permeates into everything you're doing. So I think it, it all can fall under that umbrella of coaching and coaching can help in all of those areas, which is wonderful. So let's say that you decide you do want to go ahead and be coached. 
and you kind of decide, okay, in my business or in my life, I really want someone that's going to sit down, hold me accountable. But what should I expect from that coach? So I think the first thing to do is if you decided that you want to do that, figure out what the expectations are. You know, is it for business? Let's use that as an example. Does that mean that you are going to sit down and say, I want one new marketing idea that I can implement? every every week, every week when I talk to them, is that what I'm going to to do? And that may be a reasonable expectation, it may not. If you say, well, my expectation is to come in and I wanna be making a million dollars within a week. I'm not saying it's impossible, but you have to have a realistic expectation that that coach is not going to write you a check for a million dollars. So other than that, see what they're offering and, and how they're gonna help you get to your goals. Also with the expectations, how often do you want that accountability? So I found that weekly, chatting with someone is important for me because I, and guess what, that week goes fast. You know, I think, oh, I have, you know, six more days before I have to talk to him again, but those six days go by very quickly. So just kind of setting the expectation of what works for you is it, do you need to find a coach that can talk on Saturdays because you can't talk to someone at your job? Do you need to find a coach that can do Zoom calls with you because you don't talk on the phone, you'd rather see a face? Do you need to find a coach that can meet with you in person? All of those kinds of things are going to be important as you start to think about, you know, engaging with a coach. I think hugely, hugely, and this goes for most things in life. Number two thing I would say about, you know, forming in a relationship with a coach, they are not going to do it for you. So every week, Mike is going to say to me, have you checked in with the people that you have pre-approved for loans? And I may say, no, I haven't done that. Well, you know, he's going to say, he's going to say, get on that. He's not going to pick up the phone and call my pre-approvals for me. So as with anything in life, you're going to get out of coaching what you put into it. So if you, if you're not a coachable person, I think that coaching may not be a good fit for you. So if you think, if you go into it and say, I, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Why would you spend the time and the energy and and the money to work with a coach if you're not going to be coachable in that way? So just, you know, kind of setting that expectation. Maybe it's a case of, I would really like to coach with someone, but I know my schedule. I know where I am in my life right now. I can't continue with coaching or I couldn't keep up a schedule or I'd have to reschedule it all the time or I'd have to cancel or I don't have time to implement what we're going to talk about. You know, coaching will be there. So kind of deciding when when and where that's going to work best for you so that you can get the maximum output from it. And I think most importantly, and if you've ever worked with me as a lender or um, really in lots of areas of life, you have to find the fit that you have with someone to be your coach. And so I think important with that is to know that they don't have to be the same as you, but you have to be able to work with them. So I'll use Mike, my mortgage coach, as an example with this. He is a tell it like it is, um, you know, not sugarcoating it, wonderful lender in that way. I tend to find the most diplomatic way to say things. And, you know, I'm going to be honest about it. But I also want to soften the blow a little bit. And I, I don't think he would mind me saying Mike doesn't care. He's going to tell you what he has to tell you. But guess what? That balance has really, really worked for us. And he's also been a fierce advocate of mine at certain points when I've had things going on. And so I think 
finding that fit with him, if you, you know, if you were to sit us down together, would you say, okay, Laura's going to match with Mike and that's going to be her coach. But it's really, really worked for us for the last four or five years. So I think really finding your fit with someone. And I say that all the time to customers with a lender. So you may not like my style of how I am a lender and that's okay because there's other lenders out there. And that goes for anything really. I tell people that with their real estate agent. I would tell people that with their insurance agent. You know, some people like certain things and some people could care less. That's not a priority to them. So just finding your fit with people that kind of have, you know, so if you don't mind someone that is super salesy and really flashy and they, you know, they know all the the hip things and that kind of thing, that's your vibe. That's great. Maybe you're more of a, well, I really need, you know, someone really down to earth and, you know, that hangs out with their family on the weekend and that's more my speed. And so you just have to try to kind of figure out that that fit with someone. So moving into this, what what does a coach actually do for you? And I've thought of a few things that a coach can take care of, can help with, help you work through. Um, so I think the the first part is guidance. So if you say to a coach, okay, I am trying to work through XYZ problem, how would you handle it? And the answer that they give you may not be exactly how you would handle it, but maybe it would spark something for you or it would put into clarity. I don't know how many times with Mike, everything he's saying is so simple and I know it. I know that all it, all it calls, you know, all of this problem calls for is a little bit of follow up or all this, you know, I have this recurring problem. And so here's how I fix it on the front end. But just kind of hearing that it's like when your kid's teacher tells them something you've told them 9000 times, but suddenly because the teacher says it, it's the gospel. It's the same thing with a coach that sometimes just hearing that in a different way is is a great way to go. I think the second thing that a coach provides is ideas for things. So you may say, hey, I'd really love to get into some more marketing. What can I do? You know, and and they're going to have that pool of resources with other people that they work with. Um, You want to make sure that you have somebody really tapped in. If it's a business coach, tapped into the industry that you're working in. If it's, you know, more of a life coach person, do they, you know, do they approach same things in the way that you would? Is it from a religious perspective? Is it from a social justice perspective? All of these kinds of things, they're going to be able to give you ideas on improving something. Or, you know, if it's if it's a life coach and you're just constantly overwhelmed, they may say to you, well, why don't you hire someone to come clean your house every two weeks? And you know that people do that for a job and that you could walk out and hire someone to clean your house, but hearing it from your coach, oh my gosh, that's an idea of something that I can take care of. I think kind of along with the ideas, is there going to be a sounding board for you with those ideas? So let's say you have this brilliant idea and you're just not sure how to put it into motion, or you have this brilliant idea, but you don't know exactly how it would work for you, or, you know, something's just driving you nuts and you've decided, okay, here's how I'm fixing it. And you can, you know, throw that off your coach and say, what, you know, what do I need to do to improve this? Or do you think this would work? That's so important. And, you know, he's been on the podcast. I have an amazing, amazing spouse. He knows nothing about the mortgage industry. So having a business coach, he's all for team, whatever I want to do, but sometimes I need those hard steps to take and somebody that can lay out that path for me. And that's something that a coach can do. Also, 
important with with what a coach can provide to you and it depends on again what kind of coach you're looking at if it's you know somebody that's really helping you get organized or somebody that is really helping you with your business or maybe it's somebody that you're engaging to help you with your finances maybe you're like I'm at the point I don't know what I'm doing I don't know how to you know I don't know how to start saving in my 401k or you know things like that they can connect you with people maybe they have a financial advisor that they adore that is really great with people that don't know what they're doing and they can make that connection for you with business maybe it's oh hey let me connect you with such and such in another state that has done this and they're not your competitor because they're in another state so they can make those connections for you and really get get down into you know some people to expand your own network and try to get that figured out so really this is going to be a pretty short podcast episode but you you know may think why am i why am i talking about coaching why am i talking about coaching by myself So I am actually super duper excited to announce um, that I am going to be offering coaching for real estate professionals, mortgage lenders, anybody that feels like they fall in that umbrella. And I really feel I'm, I'm really, really passionate about women in this industry because it's really more of a female dominated industry. If you look at loan officers specifically, a good majority of us are female, but we've had to conform how we do our businesses to this male dominated system. And if you're like me, that has led to burnout. It's led to frustration. It's, I won't say it hasn't allowed me to grow my business, but I've really had to take a hard look at how do I succeed in this system. And so I'm very, very happy. And I just love working with people and sharing ideas. And so I'm really, really excited to offer this coaching practice to be accountability for people if they need somebody to say, hey, did you XYZ follow up on this? I would really, really love to work with, you know, thoughtful people. I won't say you know, women is probably primarily my audience with this, but I, I really want to help people get better in their business. I can tell you what I've done to grow. I can tell you what I've seen other people do to grow, make some of those connections. But I really feel like there is just the need for an outlet for women in the real estate realm to grow their businesses. And so I'm so, so excited to offer that. So the way my program is going to work for right now um, is you can set up a 30 minute chat with me. We can see if we would be a good fit because I may not be a good fit for everybody. And then we will kind of start out because I know coaching can be kind of scary. And it's like, well, do I just signed up, you know, like I did with Mike every Wednesday in perpetuity. And that's not necessarily what the way we have to approach things if that doesn't work for you. So we're going to have a six week program together that will kind of work you through some basics, um, kind of get you set up. And then after that, we can determine the best route for coaching if that is something that you're interested in continuing in. But um, like I said, I I have, I couldn't put a dollar value on how much my coaching has improved my business, really helped me avoid a lot of stress, all of those kinds of things. And so I'm really, really, really excited to offer this coaching practice um, to anyone that's interested. So if you would like um, more information, I'm definitely um, available on all the socials. You can send me a DM. If you'd like to email me at d3financepod at gmail.com. And I will also put um, a link in the show notes to the 30-minute chat if anyone would be interested in filling that out. We can set up a time to sit down together. And even if you you yourself are not interested, but you know someone that might be, I would appreciate any word of mouth that you might have. So like I said, this um, 
this is going to be a short and sweet episode this week, but definitely just wanted to take some time and kind of make this announcement. It's a big step for me. I'm still going to be lending. I'm still going to be doing all the things that I'm doing, but I just really wanted to find a way to support other women in the industry and um, provide a little bit of my um, professional brain if someone um, you know, if it can be of use to someone else. So with that, um, again, you can always find us on Instagram at D3 Finance Pod. We're also on Facebook as Deadbeats, Divorces and Dividends, or you can find me at my um, mortgage links, which is at Millie the Moving Truck and Laura Mickler Movement Mortgage. And all of those things, um, you can find me and we can talk more about this if you have questions, all of those sorts of things. So hope everyone has a great week. We'll be back with our regular guests next week. Thanks so much. Hi, it's Laura here. I am so thrilled to offer business coaching in mortgage lending and real estate. If you're burned out, want to pivot or grow your business, or are maybe just sick of what is a good old boys club sometimes, let's set up a 30-minute chat to see if coaching might be right for you. You can send me an email at d3financepod at gmail.com or send me a DM on social media. Looking forward to chatting. Thank you so much for listening to Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends, A Woman's Guide to Real Estate and Finance with me, your host, Laura Mickler. D3 is produced by Kristen Pickett and recorded and edited at Winter Freeze Records by Aaron Winter. See you next week for my purple chair.